people put so much so much stock in the ring, bro. We yeah. made KD go chase the ring because that's the litmus of if you're going to be great or not. Like Barkley was that nigga. Mm-hmm. Never won never won a ring. He sniffed it, but he never won a ring. And Dame Lillard, great player. He's going to go down as one of those he could have did more if he would have just moved around, did something. Dame is, he's a one-series wonder. He do good in the first round, then after that, he don't look too good. No, no, no. Dame, Dame's a great player, but he got that, that I'm going to call it old-fashioned mentality. Him and Giannis, they got that old-fashioned mentality. I'm going to stay here. The rings are built, not bought. You, you don't get any props for going to go get a ring. I'm all about being here. Listen, one of the biggest things that's happened in the last – 15 years with sports, especially the NBA, is player mobility. Players can go wherever they want to go, and players have more more leverage. They get paid more than the coach now. So if the player wants you out of here, you out of here. Giannis. That's a fact. (laughs) Like, I can't wait. I know this shit will never come out because they've made him a very – nice likable athlete but i can't wait until somebody come through and be like y'all know yana's got booting hose or fire right <laughs> was like, it Giannis, you... or he just not a good coach <sighs> <laughs> look he made some bad decisions but with the roster that's been provided to him because Middleton got them in shackles. He got them handcuffed. So with the roster that's provided, he did the best he could. He won a ring, what is it, two years ago? Yeah. That, that quiet-ass ring that we talked about for three days? After they mm-hmm. cleaned up the parade, we ain't mentioned the championship since. That's a fact. So that's, that's got to show that, like, the skill there. I'm not going to let one bad run against the eighth seed to make me fire the coach unless there's some issues with the money. Giannis is the money. Yeah, he the money maker, the money guy. He the face of the team, fear the deer, and then and then <laughs> I I think I think it's all an agenda. You know that fucking question they asked at the end of the series. Uh, is this season a failure to you? And no, it's not a failure to me. Why it's not, bro? Why it's not a failure? Because you already got one ring and you took your foot off the pedal? You think if Giannis was healthy for them two games, you think that he still won that series? <sighs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say yeah. And not even to be on Jimmy Coattails like that. Mm-hmm. But I think I think that's just a very, I think it's a good matchup. I think 
the Heat are well coached. And I think some of their guys, like they got that Vincent Cat, uh, they got they got hitters over there. So yeah, because I think Giannis still can't shoot. I think he still crumbles at the free throw line when the pressure's on. Like the Bucks lost because of Giannis, not because the coaching. What Giannis do in game, uh, in that last game from the free throw line? What was he like, ten for twenty eight or something? Giannis that's, was from the free throw line, ten to twenty three. That's bad from your star. Forty three percent, forty three. From your star, you gonna fire the coach? That's why I'm saying he. He had to be at odds with the coach. He had to not be happy about something for the coach to get, get out of like that. Now, they won't speak on it because I think it hurts reputation. I think it kind of puts a different light on a guy, and they want mm-hmm. you know they want Giannis to be the smile, the big smile of the guy that can't speak good English. Like, oh, that shit cute. Like, they don't want him to catch that kind of mud on his jacket. I agree with that. I think if Giannis is healthy, we're talking about a different series here. Them two games hurt them. And, like, he just uh, – Giannis does have deficiencies in the playoffs, as we all know. He ain't that great in the half-court set. I don't know why he starts at the top of the key. I think he needs to be mid-post and down. I think he needs to get some post moves down there. He don't need a jumper necessarily for me, but if he gets some post moves – I think he could be better in the half court sets. Why he ain't spent the summer with Hakeem yet? That's the million dollar question. I don't know. Why he ain't spent the summer? I remember when the young bull, Yao Ming, mm-hmm. Yao Ming was out here, soft as toilet tissue. You heard me? Couldn't <laughs> couldn't do nothing. They sent they sent Pat down there. Patrick Ewing came. Hey, yo, let me show you how to do this, big fella. Next thing you know, yeah, I mean, was out here muscling niggas. Still couldn't speak a lick of English. Uh, Hakeem got with Dwight Howard one summer. Now, Dwight's still going Dwight, right? Like, this is Orlando Magic Dwight Howard. So mm-hmm. he he built the beginning of his career off of jumping out the gym, chase down blocks. Like, he was a pink defender. Offensively, Jameer Nelson throw him an alley-oop, and he good money. Uh, but he spent the summer with Hakeem, and he showed some improvement in his post game. Now, did he stick with it the whole season? Nah, he, he didn't. He he got a little lazy, but also he got a little wore out because they was asking him to do everything defensively. He had Hito Turkoglu and Rashard Lewis out there with him. Like he it was him <laughs> and Michael Pietras. But that's that, what Giannis gotta do. Yeah. Then you gotta think about like the Bucks. Giannis is getting older. The team is way old now. So now how do they retool that roster with Giannis gonna be a free agent in the next two years? Is he gonna leave? Which I think he is. I don't think he leaves because he pushes that um I'm here and I'm here for my people shit. Like he pushes that shit that 
kind of put him in the box. I don't think he leaves unless they offer him, you know, a, a whack one, a, a whack contract. He got the accolades, so of course they got to offer him. But unless for the next two years they don't do shit with the roster, I don't think he leaves. I think he, I think he gripes. I think he makes some demands, but I don't think he leaves. I think, uh, and it ain't even really no market for it, but Middleton got to go. They need a point guard, and Middleton got to go. And Middleton just got to go because he's getting paid so much money. They can put so much more on the team, some depth with their team, mm-hmm. if Middleton is gone. Uh, I hope the Lopez ball, I hope he retires. Uh, but who knows? He's been in the league for a long time. He he He's the new age center, but... I ain't gonna live and die with that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't married to him. I feel you. Uh, but they, I think they need a point guard. I think they need a. I'm thinking like a running gun, floor general. He can shoot, but shooting ain't his thing. Like he's gonna make he's gonna make some shit happen. Fast break type of uh point guard. Just a, a nice, a nice, a nice young addition to to their to their roster. Uh, but Middleton, you know, Middleton is is holding them down, so they can't do much. And I just hate that nigga. Like I, I <laughs> why you hate KD in a Buck series? No, no, no. That's great value, KD. That's great. That's not even great value, KD. That's government issue, KD. Like, it's no frills about it. I don't like his game. Like, yeah, it's KD's kind of KD's game if he was unathletic. Like, mm-hmm. but so KD. <laughs> oh, man, don't get me started. <laughs> well, last night. Last night, Phoenix, Phoenix beats the Nuggets at the crib. Uh, so they 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 did what they were supposed to do. Uh, it looks the series looks a little bit better now, uh, but not really because my man is out. Uh, Mister State Farm is out. Uh, but KD is can KD save this? Listen, let me tell you, this man KD. He's been a sidekick his whole career except for Brooklyn. OKC, sidekick to Westbrook. Golden State, sidekick to Steph. Now he's sidekick to Devin Booker. This supposedly supposed to be a top 10 guy, top 15 to 20 guy all time, wherever people have him. And this man is getting carried. I, well, not carried. He's, he's just being a sidekick. It's a Devin Booker show. Devin Booker is keeping the Suns alive. They are winning because of Devin Booker, if we're being honest. I don't think KD savages. I think they lose the Nuggets in six. I had them losing in seven. Um, but <laughs> I can't. I can't say he's a sidekick. A sidekick is hard. A sidekick is hard. So OKC Kevin Durant. I can't call him a sidekick because they came in together. They came in. Uh, I think Russ came in like the year after, right? Mm-hmm. So 
I think they came up together, and it wasn't like, hey, this is my team. You coming into my team. It was just like, hey, nigga, I just got here too. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the kid that started the new school on day one and the kid that started the new school on day two sitting at the lunch table together. Uh, now, I, I, I think at the end of his time there, I think Russ was more dominant with his role, but I think that I think that's kind of like personality. Like KD seemed like the quiet nigga in the crew. Like if it was all four of us going to the club, like KD would be the nigga just like playing the bar, not talking to nobody, introvert ass nigga. So I don't think it's his personality to be that that alpha, that I'm in charge vocal guy on the court. So I think he's I think he's playing his best role, but I, I wouldn't say sidekick in OKC. Definitely a sidekick in Golden State. But the way the media portrayed it, he saved us. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Warriors fan, so the way the media portrays it, we couldn't have got them two without him. I and disagree with that only because if you put any top 10 to 15 player, uh, maybe top 20-ish player in that system, I think the Warriors still get it done. I don't think they needed KD as much as people think. I think it was like a 50-50 evil split. Actually, I don't even think that. Now I'm thinking about it might be a 30-70 split because I think you could put any top 10 to 20-ish player in that system and the Warriors still win regardless. Hell yeah. Listen, the Warriors, the the record-breaking Warriors lost to the best version of LeBron we've ever seen in the history of LeBron. The nigga had his hairline. He had the headband for one of the games, I think. Like, And the nigga was down 3-1, and at the press conference, they was like, nobody's ever come back from 3-1. And he's sitting there with AirPods and the stunner shades on. Like, y'all y'all don't even know what's about to happen. But, yeah, I think, I think well, I know we get at least one of them without, without KD. I don't know about two. Now, Brooklyn, see, here's the shit with Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn was... You passing a nigga a couple of times and thinking he's cool, and then you invite him to go somewhere with you, and you realize he don't have no manners. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. Like, I never hung with dude before. He came and he disrespecting the waitress. He doing blah, blah, blah. Like, that's what that was. KD goes to Brooklyn. Then he call his man up. Yo. Hotep nigga, you, you feel like balling over here? Let's do something. Then Kyrie shows up. Like, that's crazy. Then Harden shows up. Like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and then it's just, you know, two brittle niggas uh, and, and Mr. Dribble the Air out the ball. <laughs> But a lot of bad I mean, decisions. Yeah. 
Brooklyn could have done better. They just they have no leader, bad coaching. A lot of things going wrong over there. Yeah, they trusted the players. They trusted the players too much. Brooklyn's going to be down bad for the next five. Five years. They was they was talking yesterday, talking about they looking for a big star for the team. Like, y'all got to be tired of that. Y'all gave up everything for, for KG, Paul Pierce, and Jason Terry. Lopsided <laughs> trade. And, and they did that. Like, I get why you do something like that when you're moving the team to a new location. And they was like, okay, the hottest niggas out, kind of. But you knew they was at the end of their rope, and you overpaid. You li- you literally paid for jersey sales. And then, after that shit's over, what did they do after Paul Pierce and them? They were trash. That was the that They drafted uh, Brooke Lopez. Yeah. And they had... Uh, they got Deron Williams, bro. They had the <laughs> they had the young boy from Utah on the squad. Mm-hmm. Nah, he got Jerry Sloan fired after like twenty years of coaching. I never want to keep that nigga away from me and my family. They had Joe Johnson on the roster for a little bit. Yeah, they was the original big three. They was they was Ice Cube's big three basketball. They had the homemade jerseys, like they was they they was bums. And now now they stuck with Ben Simmons. Don't even start on that bum. Nah, but I like it though. I like I like what Ben Simmons is doing. Ben Who Simmons. Is ben Simmons? What's his role? Uh Ben Simmons' role in the NBA is a rebel. Ben Simmons' role in the NBA is rebellious. Ben Simmons is going to be the reason why not this go-round with the with the NBA PA, but the next go-round, they're going to have a serious discussion about mental health, about guaranteed contracts, and making stipulations on that shit. Because man's, man's got the bag. And then said, yo, mentally... I can't play. They was like, well, let us, let let our doctor look at you. Actually, your doctor don't have to look at me for this. This is, this is my business. Like, you knew it was real when the 76ers had to take his ass to court after they, after they traded him. Brooklyn want to do the same thing, but he's like, nah, my back is fucked up. It's not even my brain. Like, so he's a rebel. He's 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 the best scammer the NBA seen. We're talking about the first overall pick who, who hasn't improved since his rookie year. Has he played that much? What's he got? What's he got under his belt with Philly? Three seasons, four seasons in. Philly, he has one, two, four, four. His rookie season, he was hurt. He ain't got he ain't got that much he he hasn't had that much time to evolve his game, but I don't think he wants to. I think he's played a certain way his whole life and he thinks he's he thinks he's outsmarting the room. Yeah, 
Hence the resistance to playing. He's just so much wasted talent. The talent is there. Just the motor's not there. The effort's not there. Maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's a, a Australian thing. Like maybe because <laughs> you know back in the day, like the real criminals, like the real convicts, they wasn't playing with niggas. They was like, "Yo, we're gonna put you on this boat. We're gonna send the boat out to Australia, and that's jail." Mm-hmm. Maybe he got some of that in his blood, but yeah, best scammer of the year. Uh, and when some shit changes, the next time the, the Players Association got to meet up, uh, just know that there's going to be something out there that covers these contracts because the teams want to be protected to some extent. And it's already starting because they put, uh, you know, Adam Silver don't play. So he said, yo, you want to win an award, you got to play 65 games. I ain't mad at that. I probably would have raised it up to 70. I think 65 is respectable. 70? I mean, shit, missing 12 games, that's that's going to happen. But I think he, he did a little give and take. Hey, 65, you want these awards that's going to help you get a better paycheck? 65 game minimum. Oh, but you can smoke weed. We we not tripping about the weed no more. I think that's a good look. Now be prepared to see some <laughs> some less than qualified NBA players on the first team and the second team and the defensive teams. It's gonna be some less than qualified niggas there. When you look at it and be like, who the fuck invited this guy? But that happens every year anyway. Most improved player, Laurie Markinen. How? How? <laughs> but maybe that's my fault because, like, when the fuck, when the fuck have I ever said, "Oh shit, Utah's playing tonight. Got to catch that game." Like it, it don't happen. I, I'm starting to like Utah only because, like, uh. Walker Kessler, I like what they doing over there with him. THT, uh, Sexton. They got a nice little, the rookie they drafted. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I ain't gonna try to attempt it. But they got like a nice little core going on. Uh, marketing. Kelly Olenek. They got some cooking over there. And all them draft picks, they might start looking like OKC in a couple years. Yeah, they, they got all great. the draft picks. They got all the OKC's got too many draft picks. I swear somebody needs to like they gotta tell them like you gotta give the give some of these to, to Orlando. Give some of these to who's the other bum ass team out there? The Hornets. Yeah, give some to the Hornets, give some to Portland. Shit. If Zion was playing, give some to the Pelicans. Because that shit should the, be what they got fifteen in the next three years. Yeah, but the problem is with these draft picks, right? One, you're gonna have to hope you hit on them. Then let's say you hit on all of them. What do you do when it's time to resign these players? So right now, OKC has Sai, 
Uh, Saj, Josh Giddy. Well, Saj already paid, but you got Josh Giddy, Jalen Williams. Uh, who else is over there? Chet. Jalen Williams, Chet. You're going to have to pay all these guys. You can only put, like, what, three on a max contract? How many guys are going to be actual role players? Are you going to trade them? Are they going to – are you going to keep them? Do you trade these draft picks for a star and hope it works? So has this I think you use some of the draft picks to move up in the draft. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all got – we got the – you know, we hit, we hit number eight in the lottery. Let me go see if the faux nigga really wants a player or if they want to take take my seven and take some conditionals for next year, second round, all that other shit. And if that don't work and one of these guys is an expiring contract coming up, well, that, that makes the bundle even better. Get this expiring contract, this expiring rookie contract, which is cheap. Uh, give give me your draft pick. I'll give you some of ours, uh, and and then we just have a stronger draft capital. But uh, OKC, I I really wish the young boy didn't get hurt because I wanted to see him. I wanted to see Chat. <laughs> I was like low key excited. I was like, oh, this this motherfucking white ball might be that, but who knows? We'll we'll see this summer. I think he was he would have helped this uh, them a lot this season because their biggest problem was run protection. They had the other Jalen Williams who's six six play center, which is you can't run small ball like against these bigger centers of Rudy Gobert, the Cavs, the even small ball centers like Bam. You need a big body out there for rim protection. I hate cat. Um. I, I, I hate Cat. I, I hate Cat more than Middleton. But I I think with Cat, it's a combination of his playing style and his haircut. Right? Like I hate his haircut and I hate his playing style. Because it's like I feel like I feel like he's soft. Like I feel like he's like emotional. When I watch him play basketball, I I swear, look at that little bitch. Look at that little bitch in the paint. Like when he when he make the power move, I'd be like, oh shit, who knew he had it in him? Uh, but Minnesota fucked him. They got Rudy, and none of that shit makes sense. I don't know what they were thinking. We gotta get to the bottom of that shit. Them, them niggas need to be investigated for tanking, but then they made the playoffs. It's like, damn, y'all niggas really wasn't tanking. Yeah, and today's NBA. The world is yours, DJ World Premier, the boy Wonder, Young Scoliosis, Smothered Pork Chops on a Battle White Rice with Heavy Pepper. Your fave podcast could never. It's the German bomber, the pod father, red shirt daddy. And today, I'm here with Crazy Shot Josh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Crazy Shot Josh. Yo, 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 what's happening, everybody? You can follow me on all platforms at Crazy Shot Josh. 
Uh, if you happen to be on the audio app called Clubhouse, you can find me on there. Bugger City Mafia. We talk about sports. We talk about life. We talk about everything. If you need to find me on TikTok, I'm your favorite TikTok is TikTok at Crazy Shot Josh. Instagram, same thing. You can find me on YouTube under the same name. And then you can find me on the Bucket City Mafia, man. Your favorite TikToker's favorite TikToker, your favorite social media host. Word, word. <laughs> and I know we had some some green room joints and we was kicking it. I wanna let you know, this is this is exactly how shit happens with the show. Like if I'm on the socials and I okay. see somebody and then I keep seeing them, like, I'd be like, oh, the universe trying to tell me something. <laughs> and I support creators, so I kept seeing your videos, and you were stitching, stitching a joint every video. Somebody be talking some sports shit. Next thing you know, you pop up. Yeah, but let me tell you another motherfucking thing. And I was like, damn. And I hit him. I was like, yo, when you want to come on the pod? <laughs> he was like, yeah, anytime after four. I was like, bet, tomorrow. I was like, oh shit. That's how Boo Up came on. Like, I seen a bunch of his videos. I was like, yo, you want pie? <laughs> and then, boom, next week we were here. Yeah, I'm not a gatekeeper like some of these other TikTok creators. I'm like, I tell people, I'm like everybody else. I work a nine to five like everybody else. Who, who, well, nah, I ain't even gonna ask who's gatekeeper. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, you want to start some controversy? That's gonna fall off the air. <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple gatekeepers on TikTok. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, I'd be, I blame everything on the algorithm. Like, when some shit don't go my way, I'd be like, man, these fucking algorithms ain't shit. I ain't using the right hashtags. But, like, I love, I love when people make content because it takes, like, it takes time out your day, right? Like, you gotta yeah. fucking, you can't just fucking be laying in bed and shit, see a video and make a stitch to it. You gotta put lotion on. Like, you gotta put, you gotta, you got juice stains on your shirt. You got to put on a different shirt. Like, you got to stop your day to make this content. That's hard. And I support the creator. So I'm like, hey, man, I get it. It's hard out there. We good by ourselves, but shit, come together every now and then. Do some collabs. Fucking reach new people. That all the, all the cool shit. That's a fact. Like, it's enough money for anybody to be in if you make any money, though, we do have a standard practice here at The World Is Yours. 13%. 13%. It's one of those Suge Knight 360 joints. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> if you go somewhere and they give you like a discount, like you got to afford that discount over here. Like, we just get a piece of everything. So, a little Suge Knight, a little old school bad boy looking contracts, uh, publishing, you know, all the cool shit, all the stuff that people love in their careers. Like, we just want 13% of all of it. So, uh, come to Death Row Records. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, this year, the playoffs, playoffs have been... I'm going to say they've been exciting. You know, most years, <clears throat> the getting through the first round is like the hardest part. You know, it's the sweeps. It's the gentleman sweeps. You know, the one seed going to beat the eight seed. Like, it's it's just standard 
shit that you know is going to happen. But with the play-in, I think that's been a little bit more exciting this year than it has been before. Uh, And then the upset, you know, we talked about uh, Giannis earlier losing. Uh, The Knicks are in the playoffs. That's always exciting. They might not be here for long, but it's always exciting when a New York uh, basketball team like the Knicks is in the playoffs. And then, um, you know, LeBron got LeBron got a nigga fired from his job on his day off, and and now LeBron uh, is is going up against fluorescent beige general Steph Curry. Mm. I never wanted to see this. I didn't want to. I definitely didn't want to see it in the fucking second round. Um, <laughs> I'm a Warriors fan through and through, but LeBron's my goat, right? So I'm. I feel like, like this is when this is like when your parents get divorced, and y'all sitting in court, and they like on on different sides of the room. Who you want to live with? Like that's what this is like for me. You gotta choose one. So who win your series? Well, I, logically, I picked before the series started, and I pick with logic, not my heart. Uh, so I picked, I picked the Lakers in seven. Mm, that was my prediction. I'm not happy about it because it looks like this shit is probably going to go. Uh, depending on tonight's game, it looks like it's probably going to go a little bit quicker than that. Now. You know, Kerr, I ain't going to say he like the best coach because Luke Walton came in and kind of did the same shit and kept the ship afloat. But taking Poole out, putting Gary Payton the second in the starting lineup, I don't love it. Why? I think Jordan Poole shots like to me is terrible. Holy. But I'm willing to live or die with that, though. Like, I'm <laughs> now that, that fucking 30 footer, that 32 footer to end the game. When I say live and die with it, like, I ain't even, I wasn't even mad when I went to bed that night. I was like, hey, man, that's Jordan Poole. And I, and, and I blame shots like that on Steph because <laughs> niggas, Niggas was not taking shots like that before Steph was doing it and then turning around before the shit went in. So when I see Logo Lillard and all this other shit, I'd be like, yo, Steph did Steph made niggas do that. Um But I, I'm willing to live or die with Jordan Poole's inconsistency because when he's on, you love it. He seems to play a little bit more erratic this year. It's like he, it's like his pressure for him to make the play every time he get the ball. He he gives me these like uh, J.R. Smith and Jordan Clarkson vibes, you know, just be out there shot chucking. Like when they have when they're hot, they hot. When they cold, they cold. There's no in between. It's either they really hot or really cold, and it's any given night. Yeah, yeah, the Henny God. Okay, that makes sense. Now, coming off the bench, maybe that's better for him. 
but the way the Lakers played in the last game, that's why I'm like, this shit might be like over. Because if and AD don't play like this every game, so I'm not like I ain't giving up. Like I still got my, you know, I still got the flag up or whatever. Like it's still gang, but that last game was ugly. Nigga, the fourth quarter came. It was a bunch of dudes. I ain't even know who the fuck they was. Like Steve Kerr was throwing anything out there. He's he got a guy straight out the locker room. Yo, yo, I know you sweeping right now, but uh put this jersey on and and go go warm up. Like you about to hit the floor. And the Lakers empty their beds too. Like A D and LeBron sitting there laughing, kicking. The key to the for the Warriors to win is slowing down AD. If Steve Kerr can like find a way to slow him down, throw some double teams at him, get him out of rhythm, they can win games. But they have yet to unlock that, and they need to stop shooting so many threes. That's nothing that's hurting. Shooting all these threes, gotta get into the paint every once in a while. Gotta touch the paint. Um. I think AD AD gonna do half the work for you because he don't show up half the time. So he shutting him down. He'll do most of that for you because he just don't show up every game. Uh, LeBron, whatever they're doing with letting him shoot the way he's shooting in this slump, don't rely on that for the whole series. I think he's shooting like thirteen percent, something atrocious in this bad shooting streak don't get used to that and continue to leave him open because the 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 spurs did that and he fucking won game seven so don't rely on that and draymond draymond's bum ass gotta stay out of foul trouble i don't know what the fuck was happening I mean, it's a road game, right? So it's going it's going to happen. You're going to catch a couple bad ones, but not take not taking my man out a little bit sooner uh, messes up everything because now he's got to sit because he's in foul trouble. Uh, so I think that I think that little bit of management, but at the same like Draymond's got to get better. You not you not no scoring dynamo. You're de- you're the defensive guy. If it's a foul, that's not defense, bro. Like that's a that's a foul. So he's got a. I think he feels pressure because his crush is on the other team, right? And I think he just feels pressure because, like, how you you know how you ball when it's girls at the court is totally different than how you ball like at the Y. And that's what Draymond's doing. He's balling because like Bay is over there, act 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 natural, and then he go foul a nigga three times. Being dumb, like uh, Steve Kerr to me always been overrated to me. I think he got a he he was inherited a good team. And then some accidents happened. He stumbled upon 
and now in the dynasty. I think he gets too much credit than he should be getting. Oh yeah, like I I think the first ring, I said they got they should give one to Mark Jackson. Mm-hmm. That was my man. You know, he got in some shit. They ran him out of town. Uh, the blackmail situation happened. Brian Scalabrini happened. Like, it was some drama over there. Uh, but I still thought my man deserved a ring because he put this shit together. When, when, niggas, wanted, when niggas wanted Steph, he traded Monte Ellis and got Bogut. Also Australian, I believe. We've been shitting on Australia today, but like fuck them. It's so like, oh, go ahead. We're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens, man. I got Lakers in seven. Whoever wins this series, I got them winning the championship. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I wanna say that. I don't know how LeBron beats the Nuggets. I think the I Nuggets beat themselves. Healthy Nuggets. You think they take themselves out the game versus the Lakers? Outside of Jokic, who struggles against AD for whatever reason, he struggles. And AD kind of like slows him down. I wouldn't say stop, but he makes him struggle to a certain extent. Murray and Jokic are your two consistent players. You can see this in the Phoenix series. Did the bench, you don't know what you're going to get from that bench. You don't know what Aaron Gordon's going to do. You don't know what Bruce Brown's going to do. You don't know what none of these bench players are going to do. They're just inconsistent. The Lakers bench is also inconsistent, but I trust the Lakers bench a little bit more with Darvin Ham because I feel like they're a better defensive unit compared to the Nuggets bench. I think you count them a little bit more, like 2% more to show up than the Nuggets players. Now, <laughs> I just had to look this up when you start talking about the bench. <laughs> <laughs> you know these niggas got 11 points last night? I t- they was, That's why they lost that game. I was watching it. They lost it because basically Jamal Murray – and Jokic showed up, and nobody came along with them. The bench played atrocious. If that bench could have gave them at least 20 points, they would have won. Well, shit, I'm, I'm kind of looking for more from Porter and Gordon. Now, more Porter than Gordon. Uh, I think Gordon is a talent, but, like, I can't figure him out. Like he a jump shooter. He 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 jump he jump out the gym. He's a jump shooter. Uh but but some games he don't do either. He don't even know what he is. He spend too much time in the corner waiting for that easy corner three. And he should be playing cleanup, getting the rebounds, doing the dirty work. Uh, I'm but I'm still they're still the number one, they still the number one seed. Jokic is the two time, uh, asterisk three time MVP. 
I gotta put an asterisk on that because they knew he was supposed to win this year. They know he was you know, supposed to win this year. My two picks, my personal pick was Giannis. But if Jokic would have got it, I wouldn't have been upset at all. I don't think Embiid like should have won the award. I think that was a pity award. They're like, we're sick of you crying. Here you go. We're just going to give it to you. Here you go. And then all he did was cry for like three days after he got it. Uh, <laughs> every time like they showed that, him with the trophy, he was he did the ugly cry too. It's like that girl you just keep begging to take out, and eventually she's like, it's an eye, nigga. All right, all right, you can take me out. That, that's basically what he got. That's how I look at his MVP award. Here, nigga, damn. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's how he got it. I think he should have won last year. I think this was the makeup. And I think they wasn't prepared or the writers or the voters weren't prepared for the for the narrative that they was going to create by giving him three in a row. I don't think they would. I think they thought about it and it was like, yo, fam, we can't give it to him three times in a row. And then they start talking about, well, he ain't won nothing. So you really can't give it to him three times in a row. Like it's a regular season award. So let it be just that. But uh, they fucked up last year. They made it right this year. But Jokic, yeah, still three-time MVP. Best best record in the regular season this year. I, I'm concerned about if they're healthy, the matchup that they have with the Warriors or the Lakers. Uh, I would love, I would love to see the Suns versus the Lakers, but oh, I want boy. Chris. I want Chris Paul back for that though. Because the Suns of, ain't going nowhere but home. Yeah, nice seat on the couch. I think so. I think so because KD's shooting is streaky, uh, and and without without CP three, it's going to be hard to make it out. Now Jamal Murray was making CP three look bad. So maybe CP3 just said, "Hey, I don't want to take the blame. Let me, let me. Uh, <laughs> I'm chasing around Jamal Murray. I hurt my groin. Like maybe he just pulled one out of nowhere. But I, I would love to see either the Warriors or the Lakers versus the Suns. It, it that's beautiful. Like Adam that Silver's probably." Adam Silver's probably sitting there right now talking to the refs, like, "Yo, fam, you know how much coverage ESPN's going to give this shit if it's Warriors versus the Suns, Draymond versus KD, Stephen versus KD, Fluorescent Beige Senior and Fluorescent Beige Senior and Fluorescent Beige Junior and Devin Booker. That's a sweep." To me, that's a sweep. Uh, maybe five games. I'll get them five. I'll be nice. I won't do KD like that. I would give them, I would, I would say six for the Warriors. Uh, I actually think it'll be five if it's the Lakers, but I think, I think that's LeBron's. If it happens, I think that would be great for LeBron to show niggas. Look, I'm still better than this nigga. This nigga kept me from getting two of them. I'm still better. 
So KD got I, all that talent, and you can't never say like it's hard for you to say that he was the best player in the world. It's hard for you to give him a year. No, it's it's never happened. Not even his MVP season. And they can no. to his whole life. <laughs> it's crazy. Yo, KD is, a, KD is a side chick. That's fucking nuts. You would think it'd be good enough to be the main chick, but it just don't work like that. He, just, he, he got side chick tendencies. He got the talent to be the main chick, but he just ain't ain't working for him. That's crazy. I, I and I want him to brush his hair. I want him, I really want him to brush his hair. That's that really all I want. No, like I seen him wear do rags before and take the do rag off, and his hair looked like that. Like. Is it a tattoo? It's like I don't know what it is. He don't even know what it is. I don't think he's ever sat in a barber's chair. I think it just I think it's just there. He he got cradle cap from when he was a baby. Like it's it's crazy. You can tell he was a Similac baby because it's like right there in the back. It's a little bit thin when the when the NBA lights hit it. Listen, if he get a haircut, he loses superpowers, all right? If he get a haircut that's it. He ain't gonna be scoring like he is. He all two powers gone, man. The, the power's in the nappy hair. The power being in the nappy hair is crazy. The little beady beads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but last night, last night, the game should have been that close. Uh, but they they stuck it out. Uh, but the best game of the weekend was the fucking. Celtics versus the 76ers. Oh my god. I'm not the biggest James Harden fan. I don't like him like that. But he 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 was hooping. Joe Mazzula is a dumbass for not calling a timeout. I don't know what he thought he was doing. This team, the Celtics don't have a playmaker like a CP3 or somebody who can set up the offense and score. So you just let them go crazy. Marcus Smart takes a shot that happens to go in, obviously, and the time expired. But even before that, in the regular, in the regular time, the ball ended up Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart hand, and he got the shot again and missed. So I don't, I don't, I don't. The Celtics is then Tatum chooses when he wants to show up the games when he does. I believe Jalen Brown's better than Tatum. That's just me personally. I think if they had their separate team, Jalen Brown's team would look better because of stuff like this as we see them playing in the playoffs. I I definitely think, well, this season has made me realize, this season in, um, in the finals, for real, this season in the finals, well, maybe even the whole playoff run, made me realize that Tatum is a little overrated or or maybe overhyped. Maybe not overrated, but overhyped. But I, I do think Jalen Brown's better. I don't know what – it's not even bad coaching anymore. 
I mean, I love. I I just think it's I think it's the team, it's the mix of players that they got, and it's just on court discipline. Yeah, definitely should have should have called a timeout. I think my man had two of them in the clip, and he, and I was sitting at the house like, yo, yo, you not gonna call that? You not gonna? You not? Gonna, what's going on? Like how I know what's your timeout situation like, and you don't. But Harden Harden was cooking. Uh, Harden was cooking like. crazy, and my man, the MVP wasn't very MVP ish. He got clamped up by Old Harford in the last two minutes. Now, Al Horford's daddy's name is Tito. Mm-hmm. And that lets me know all I need to know about the kind of defense he plays. Like that's Tito's little boy. Um, even he said it. PJ Tucker said it in the press conference. I love and hate that about the Seventy Sixers uh, that they'll just come out and say like, "Yeah, this nigga ain't playing like he's supposed to be playing." Like, didn't y'all see how that shit landed with Ben Simmons? Don't go public with shit. You know what I'm saying? But I like I like it when they helps. keep it real in the press conference. Like, don't give me that quarterback shit. Hey, it's all on me. I got to lead the team better. I got to do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, yo, <laughs> Joel could have did better. And then Joel came out like, yo, I, I was trash at the end of the game, but niggas held me down. So he seems to be taking it in stride, but uh, I really, I really like watching Harden take care of business. And I'm kind of I mean the the Celtics was already exposed to me. Like I I'm not I think whoever wins this series makes it to the finals, but if it's the Celtics, I'm going to look at it a little bit different because the Knicks match up very well with them and shit, playoff Jimmy, you know, he's out for revenge. I don't think he can do it against the Celtics, but you know I'll give him a puncher's chance. All I know is I seen Jimmy Butler with some undrafted guys on a series when we got another guy who couldn't get it done because his toe got stuck on the line. I'm just saying. Mm. Is playoff Jimmy a better playoff performer than Kevin Durant? I don't know. I think it's a conversation we had. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, you really don't like KD. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm watching a dude deal with. There's no like. If you look at this team, Jimmy Butler has. These are guys you find at your local gym. Axel said, "You want a roster spot? Here you go." There's that Planet Fitness, 24 hour fitness. He gave him a jersey. And Jimmy Butler is making it work. Like KD playing with more talented guys, struggling. I don't know. But I think some of the guys, like he, he's got more talented guys in some areas. But like DeAndre Ayton ain't shit. He was the number one. But I think I think he feel away because they made him wait for the bread. 
Like he was DeAndre the whole. He was just he needs to get off that team. Well, I mean, he fell victim to they can give me the most money. And then who was it? Chicago? The Pacers? One of them teams out there. Pacers the Pacers. Yeah, they made an offer. And then Phoenix was like, all right, here nigga damn. We ain't we ain't know you knew your worth, King. <laughs> but I like Bam. I like Bam with Miami. Uh he hasn't he hasn't had a a stellar performance. But at the same time, I think he's a volume guy. So he just like he needs more touches. But I mean the rest of the guys over there. They they pretty they pretty scrub level. Uh, Kevin Love, Kevin Love is you know he's just happy to be playing basketball again. He was he was stuck he was stuck in Cleveland for so long and he wanted to get out, but he also wanted to collect the check. Uh, he's just happy to be playing basketball again. I think his style matches their style. You know they still want to do that. That quick run and gun, get the turnover, lob that bitch down the court. And who got the best, the best full court heave than Kevin Love? Nobody. Uh, but if if the Celtic the Celtics are in a dangerous place after that loss. Uh in the East, I don't know what's gonna happen out there. But I I like that this year, uh, that it's more parity, and some of these players ain't playing like they supposed to be playing. Some of these players, uh, it's it's fifty fifty. You either take a take a mudslide back in your production when the playoffs start compared to the regular season, or you go Super Saiyan three in the playoffs. And everybody's shocked because you was putting up 16 points a game, 18 points a game, 20 points a game, and then the playoffs start, and now you're averaging 36. So I think it's it's 50-50 split. Uh, But I'd love to see the Knicks get close to the final. Like, I want to see the Knicks win because New York is, like, so happy, bro. Like I see after the game, I see them. They all outside Madison Square, going crazy, dirty accents. Mm-hmm. Niggas just yelling and screaming. Blah! You know, niggas going crazy. And well, it's the Knicks fun. Are good is great for basketball, man. It's great. It's they have. They might have. I'm one of the most missed cultures. And and in sports. Because you don't get to see niggas ain't showing the Knicks fans after the games when they losing or when they ain't making the playoffs. But like they getting real playoff wins first year after making the move to get Brunson immediately in the playoffs. Brunson filled the role that the Knicks been struggling for years. And they need a point guard. And he's like he's a good point guard. He fits the culture there. He's good with Tom Thibodeau. He's like a Tom Thibodeau type of player. I think he's a great pickup. And his daddy over there. Mm-hmm. I think it was I think it was great. I don't even think Mark Cuban 
too upset about it anymore. Like in the beginning, I think probably around All Star break, I was like, Mark Cuban's sick, bro. Mark Cuban's sick because he could have got him for cheaper. And he didn't do it. And of course, everybody balls out contract season, right? So he balled out last yeah, season. And the Mavericks, the Mavericks didn't make a move. And then he went to the Knicks. And it's like, damn, I think he could have got him for like 15 mil cheaper. It was like 52 for, for three extension or some shit like that. And what'd he go? He went to the Knicks for 60 for four. Something crazy. It's something super close. But the Mavericks could have got it for cheaper. He just had to have the foresight to to pull the trigger one year early. Mm-hmm. And he, he didn't have it. But I, I don't think he's sick about it no more. I think I think he looked at it like, hey, sometimes you gamble. And and I'm here every day. That ain't the young man I saw in practice, right? Like, <laughs> coach coach had him at the end of the bench. Coach had him, coach was limiting his minutes. The GM, everybody's telling me like he I but he ain't worth the bread. So like I I honestly think he ain't he ain't losing no sleep over it. I mean he's stuck with Kyrie now. So you know what are you gonna do? But. I'm happy to see uh, Jalen Brunson out there now. I wish, I wish my man Julius Randle would uh, wake up. Him and, and RJ Barrett are like the weirdest two players. Like they just, <laughs> they got these ups and downs, which are just like mind boggling at times. Like um, these two should not be playing the same team because I, I don't think they're trash. This is. It's like a positive and negative battery charge, but they both negative at times. I well, RJ is Canadian. Oh, so that says everything I need to know about <laughs> him as a human being. Uh they sell they sell milk in the bag, bro. They just different. Like they, they have different lifestyle expectations than what we do. So <laughs> RJ, RJ, now, now Julius Randle. I think this is comfortable. Julius Randle. He's gotten a little bit better, but him contract season, totally different player. What was it? Uh, most improved player that he got. Yeah. Yeah, like totally different player. I think he was hungrier. Uh, but also, I, I, I just think because he hasn't been in the big moment in the spotlight, this is us seeing how he's going to respond to it. I think the next time it happens is going to be like when you get more consistency from him. But I think right now it's just hey, the the, the light's too bright. And and I can't I can't do this every night. I, I make bad decisions. I get nervous. You know, mental shit. But young guys, that's the good thing about being young. You got years to to grow and and get better. Uh, just hopefully, you can make the playoffs on a consistent basis. And then the playoffs come. 
Julius Randle got to stop chopping up all these shots. And RJ just needs to find a better shot selection. And every single time oh. I try to bet on RJ on the other, he's fucking up my ticket every time. He does need better, better shot selection, but also, like, pull that mother that the 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 pump fake, the jab step. Like, if these motherfuckers don't add to their toolbox of tricks, they catch, they shoot. Like y'all is not Steph. Get create some space. Get the midi. Get the mid-range. Like, go watch C.J. McCollum. He might be mid-range Jesus. He gives like a three point. Uh, well, <clears throat> I, I, you know, Devin Booker, fluorescent beige junior. Uh, he just, he, he just want, he just wants, he wants to. He's a scorer, but I hate his game. Why? Why you hate his game? It might be the freckles, bro. It might be the freckles. It might be the haircut. <laughs> I just, I, I don't think. Well, I don't like the pieces they put around with his game. And I think that's probably the be- the better response. Uh, I think CP three was a great fit. I think a center would be better. Now, Aiton is what they got. But I think he needs more of uh the old school center. You know, the motherfucker that don't have the jump shot, he just gets the rebounds and he could do some pick and roll shit and I think I think I would like his game a little bit better with with that. But just oh cuz I mean just like pool, like you going to live and die with him. In his game, in the middies, and the and he he's not uh jumping out the gym. He ain't fucking euro stepping all crazy. Like he gets to the bucket, he shoot. He decently decently uh efficient, but oh no, it just it ain't sexy to me. Oh, you like the flashy guys, huh? Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's that's what sells. That's what that's what gets you to uh. That's where you get. That's where you get the ticket sold. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Even NBA got yeah, it. You're like Duncan, huh? You must really not like Tim Duncan, huh? So if I was going to write a book, if I was going to write a book on how to be a power forward center in the league, Tim Duncan's on the cover of that hoe. And it and it's just everything that he did. He was consistent, but I seen that little tattoo he got on his back shoulder. So I knew he was a wild boy uh, off the court. But on the court, my man came up in pop system. I think that was really just like him meeting the needs of the system. Since he retired, he didn't got dreads. He got a beard. He be smoking weed in the Bahamas. He don't wear socks. Like, he seems like a felon. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a boring player. Yeah, uh, Duncan gave me fits for years. Uh, Duncan, just like Kobe, 
where I was so busy disliking them mm. while they played, I didn't fully appreciate the skill. And like with Tom, with Tom Brady, it was the same way. But I think like the last three, four, five years, I put my hate for Tom Brady down and I started appreciating him. Because I'm like, he's going to retire soon. The nigga's still playing, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> but Kobe, Tim Duncan, like, I ain't like their games. I ain't like they pe- I ain't like them as people. So I didn't appreciate them as players. And, and going back, watching the old, watching the old games, I really, really appreciate those guys now, especially, especially that Spurs dynasty. Ain't now they, Spurs, they fell off. Dynasty. You ain't gonna see it again. Uh, you might see a Patriots joint. In like 10 years, you might see a Patriots joint. They just gotta they just gotta get Bill out of there. You think so? You think Bill's the problem? Uh well, I think Kraft is the problem. But he on the teams like <laughs> how I'm gonna come to your house and tell you I don't like how you decorate it. You know what I'm saying? So like craft the real problem, but uh I think Bill Bill hasn't Bill hasn't acclimated to today's game. I think he's a little stubborn in those regards, and I think it it shows. Uh I think the GMs are the same way. And and it and it just shows through and through. Like sometimes you watch them and it's like, do they know that this ain't the league no more? Like if somebody told you the Patriots got a black quarterback, how shocked would you be on a level of one to five? A twelve. <laughs> Fact. That's how old fashioned the Patriots are. Black quarterbacks is running the show. Like I I I've been on this podcast for Two years saying I do not like black quarterbacks. Uh and now I'm just like, hey man, they they pretty good, bro. They they pretty good. They're reliable. They bring something different. Like why if I came around, why can't Belichick? Like it's, Tom Thibodeau, old school. It's still fuck McNabb though. Um Donovan McNabb, I hate you, bro. Uh you and your soup commercials. Well, you don't like Donovan. I would say I would ask why, but I already know. The soup commercial? Nah, because uh what he did in Super Bowl. How bad he played in Super Bowl. You know that's why you don't like McNabb. He's the reason why TO doesn't have a ring. Oh yeah, T.O. T.O. showed up. He didn't. And on a on a broken ankle, T.O. was out there, but the the moment was too big. The spotlight was too bright. So I get it, but after being in the league that long, but at, at the same time, your first Super Bowl is your first Super Bowl. Still, uh, I just. I just never like I just never liked the Eagles. Uh not since Randall Cunningham. So I'm a Saints fan. Uh 
The Saints are going to the Super Bowl every year at my house. Oh, not every year. Oh, God. Yeah, my house, we going to the Super Bowl every year. But logically, I know when I know when we doing bad. Um, but yeah, they've always. I just always. I hate the whole NFC East for real. The Giants, the the football team, uh, the Cowboys and the Eagles. They get the most coverage. Because they get the most coverage for for doing the least for doing the least amount of work. They get. The most, uh, well, at least I know the Cowboys do the most nationally broadcast games. Like it's just it, it's not balanced correctly to match their outputs. In Washington, in Washington, I live in Virginia, so like I gotta watch their game every Sunday, whether I want to or not. I must be torture. I got it. I I'm <laughs> niggas got me this year. I'm whatever YouTube is charging for that fucking uh NFL like, ticket. That shit like three hundred. They can have it. They can have <laughs> it. I think they said you can save like fifty bucks if you get it before July. I'll I'll wait. Just so I can let them know I really need this in my life. I'm playing about these things. Shit, I'm a, I don't even want to watch their games. I hate the coach. I hate the coach. Now, now what the coach do? I just hate him. I mean, now, I said Sean Payton. Sean Payton was too cute with the playbook sometimes. You know, bringing, bringing in Taysom Hill on third down every fucking time. Uh, doing too much like trickery when like just run the fucking regular ass plays. Uh, but now that Drew's gone and Sean Payton's gone, like I dead ass miss both of them. That's more Drew than Sean Payton. Uh, but this new dude, he don't make great decisions. Uh, then they went out and got Derek Carr, uh, which was terrible. But they re-signed Jameis, so I'm less mad about the Derek Carr situation. But I really feel like when Jameis got healthy from his injury, he should have fell right back into his starting spot, and he didn't. So whatever beef he got with the coach, that's why he didn't start. Uh, Taysom Hill, I know that he's not being put at quarterback because contract that's money shit hey if he plays x amount of snaps at quarterback he gets this much money he gets more quarterback looking money in his contract than if he lines up at tight end and special teams and all that cool shit so i know why they're not putting him at quarterback and and that's almost acceptable to me but we lost way too many games because of bum ass red rifle Like, after we dropped two of them, put Alvin Kamara at quarterback if that's what you got to do. Like, go work some shit out. Do that coaching shit. Nah, Alvin Kamara. And then, then this year, uh, shit, he's probably going to be suspended for six games. 
uh, for that beatdown at at the Pro Bowl in Vegas. Uh, that's why they should never have the Pro Bowl in Vegas. But nobody listened to me when I said it. Ain't it's nobody ever. You don't you don't like the Pro Bowl? I don't even like All Star Weekend. Both of shit is boring. No, All Star Weekend. All Star Weekend is is okay. It's okay. It's been better, but I think uh, I think they've made too many changes trying to. I'm not going to say trying to adjust, but I think they've just made too many changes, and they can't get enough players to make it relevant. Uh, the All Star Game. I low key want to go back to a traditional East versus West, but I like the little captain shit and them niggas picking who they want to play with. But they just draw it out too much. Like I think this year they did that shit like before the game started. They did. <laughs> like, like nah, bro. Like don't don't do that. But. It's probably really good for the viewers, but I just I thought it I thought it was a little bit too theatrical and less for what you getting. Uh dunk contest. Dunk contest been trash for a couple years. I've been saying they just need to go get some of the niggas off YouTube that be dunking mm-hmm. and and you know pick pick a couple of teams to to be responsible for getting a guy and then Four, four or five guys just go at it. Because that, that shit. Who, who wanted it? Matt McClung? Who? Matt, Matt McClung. Who, who's the white boy won this year? Yeah, that, that's his name. From Mr. Virginia. McClung. Yeah, from Virginia. Uh... And ain't, ain't seen him play any minutes since. Sound like he did all that for nothing. The dunk, he'll be in dunk contest history forever. I mean, I, I stopped watching All Star Weekend. It's not entertaining to me at all. No defense. They watching pick up basketball at the park. Yeah, but I'm gonna still I'm gonna still yell at the kids when I watch them pick up basketball though. Like I don't care what age bracket your kid is in. And like parents be like, yo, you you the coach? Nah, nigga, I just was walking by and seen my man had great handles and a terrible jump shot. Like tell him work on his left and 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 tuck his elbows in. Trying to help him out. Maybe he'll make it to the league. I remember you. Um. Oh shit. We just we talked about black quarterbacks. Lamar got paid. Lamar got paid. Are we happy about it? Did we know this was gonna happen? Shout out to Lamar for getting his money man. I think he wanted a little bit too much at first. I thought that two forty fully guaranteed. I thought that was too much for him. I think he should have got paid, but that two forty was way too much. 
But he can thank he can thank my uh my man Jalen Hurts for asking for all that guaranteed money and which I don't want to say it forced the Ravens to do it, but the Ravens the Ravens looked a little crazy not doing it. Even though Jalen went to the Super Bowl and, and Lamar hasn't, uh they would look a little crazy not giving him the guaranteed bread that he was asking for. I, I think guaranteed quarterback bread is the new future. And I wanna thank uh the pioneer, everyone's favorite colonizer, Kirk Cousins. Four years, ninety million. And that's after a two year stretch, three year stretch of franchise tags. <laughs> he definitely wasn't worth that money. That's the crazy part. Um, we, well, which bit of money? The franchise tags or the Minnesota contract? Four years, $90 million, fully guaranteed was insane for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but desperation, desperation makes you do the shit that you don't want to do. We all took down the joint who was smoking a cigarette and she had the super dusty weave but we did it because they was playing before i let you go at the club so you knew they was about to cut the lights on and everybody had to leave desperation makes you do bad things their division was too good for them to not have a quarterback who wants to be fourth in that division nobody the Bears was coming up. You knew where the Packers was every season. And the Lions is, you know, they're the Lions. But they're not going to be the Lions forever. They took a gamble. It hasn't paid out, but they got some really good pieces out there. The only thing they're missing now is a quarterback. Damn, how crazy is that? I mean, the Vikings got talent over there. You got a uh, old boy, Jay Jefferson. They just drafted a good wide right receiver. You got the Titan, Hawkinson over there. Is Hawkinson still in Yeah, Hawkinson over there. You got a little, you just got to give it to Kirk. Dalvin Cook, you got Osborne. I mean, they got, they got hitters over there. Their defense needs a little bit of work, but it's nothing like drastic. Kirk's the only thing that's holding them back. And I, I look. I think this is last year. So the backup is in the building, or he coming soon. If something happened this year, it it might spark them to do something. But the backup's probably in the building on the roster already, and and they're just waiting. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers is out their division, so. Everybody's happy. I see how Aaron Rodgers do against the division where everybody plays defense. Now they still some bums over there though. <laughs> they they still some bums over there. Uh I think the offseason, I think Miami did everything right this offseason except get a quarterback. Tua gets hit. <laughs> 
one more time. Yeesh. So for that, man. <laughs> two is two is one hit away from from them taking away live TV for football. Like there's gonna be like a three minute delay because of Tua. Because he's been out there throwing up gang signs after every hit. Because of the I think CTE. he retired. Retire? After that hit he took, uh, if I was to know, retired. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, they're going out younger and younger all the time now. Uh, especially like like Andrew Luck. He went out because of his health. I don't think I've seen him but two or three times since he retired. Like, that man got low. And Tua, mm. I I definitely think he should have – I think he should have just withdrew for the rest of the season. Yo, I ain't coming back. I got to I gotta figure some shit out. <laughs> and y'all got to figure some shit out with my protections. Uh, but what did they do? They got him a little bit more protection. I think one guy on the line. Uh, they got they got him some defensive hitters. Another receiver. Uh, so he's got weapons if he can play. Uh, if he can't play, I think with the weapons that are out there, any quarterback that's worth a salt could walk in and make some noise. But I don't think he's. I don't think they're prepared for it. I think they're so committed to Tua. Like, they ain't got a Fitzpatrick out there. You know, they they, they have Jacoby Brissett. Like, cool. Um, New England. New my England team. ain't. Oh, that's your squad. Oh, yeah, that's my oh. team. Bro. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Post um, Brady, we, we still, I'm still here, man. Post Brady. <laughs> No, 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 because most of the fans left with Brady. No, nah, I'm sticking. I'm staying, man. I'm about right. to be like a Cowboys fan talking about back in my day. Mac Jones ain't no, ain't no slouch, though. There was I a time like I wanted Bailey Zapp to start over with him because Mac looked terrible last season. But then I had to put in perspective, no receivers. The old line protection wasn't great. I mean, there wasn't much he could do. I I didn't like I didn't like that both of them was well. I think Zappy was a little bit more productive than than Mac, but I ain't like that. Like, don't make me pick between trash and recycled trash. Like. Sure. Give me something a little bit higher. But they have he had nobody to throw it to last year. Like who the fuck was he throwing it to? Uh Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. Delonte Parker. Hunter Henry and John Smith. Uh rookie Ty Quan Thorne. So a couple Couple, couple. I ain't gonna say has beens, but a couple guys that are further away from their their prime. On the other end, of the, on the other side of their prime, I should say. One thing about Bill, 
that defense always going to be top 10. You're going to make sure the defense is straight. The offense is always it's going to, the defense kept us in a lot of games too. But you know, he reminds me of like a a Tom Thibodeau type of coach. The offense ain't going to be there, but you know that defense is going to be there. Yeah, and I one thing I like about Bill Bill cut you a year early. But a year early than a year too late. Because <laughs> that year too late means I can't get shit back for you. I can't trade nothing. I just got to take the whole loss, right? So I do I do like that about Bill. And sometimes it'd be the head scratch. I'm like, damn, Bill let him go. It's really over for that nigga. And then it'd be over for him shortly after that. He I think he chess, not checkers. But I think he always makes sure the defense is good because he had Tommy. Like I think I think he's gotta wake up and be like, oh shit, I ain't got I gotta put the same amount of energy on the other side of the ball. I can't just put you out here with Dion Branch, Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola. Like I gotta give you some weapons, right? Like, and not to say that those guys didn't develop into weapons, but they what they didn't come out of college. Like you knew what you was getting. Like Dion Branch, like <laughs> he went to Seattle and came back shortly after and was just like, bro, I'm. I can't believe I can't believe the real world is this tough. Matt Hasselbeck was throwing me the ball. I can't believe you got the finals MVP in a Super Bowl. <laughs> and he got the car. <laughs> that was crazy. Him having a finals MVP. Well, I was glad they gave it to him and not Tom. Because he was working. I think what did he get? Eight, nine catches or some shit, twelve catches. Crazy yards. Yeah, I'm Patriots been to the Super Bowl too much, man. Y'all hang out, be the second, third best team in your division for a couple years, you know. Nah, we won't be first. We don't believe in that second best. No, that's my worst than nothing. That's my world. We 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 gonna be the the third, third or fourth team in our division next year or two. We gotta get up under this bad Michael Thomas contract. Uh, I've been crying that we broke, and they went and bought. They went and got a whole bunch of niggas after they let <clears throat> the Falcons take like three of our defensive players and. Four or five of them just went elsewhere. Uh, so the Falcons look like the Saints on uh, on their defense, but that ain't saying the best shit because our secondary always been trash. Uh, but I got uh, what's his name over there, Mister Lattimore. Yeah, we got we got we got Marshawn Lattimore. We got uh, uh, Tyron Matthew. Uh, but we lost. I think it was Sheldon Rankins. We lost one of the big one of the big niggas on the line. But I mean, I think he got like 
six sacks last year or some shit. Something low. No, no, he got one, and it was against Kirk Cousins. Uh, one sack is crazy. And then Cam. You know, we got to take care of Cam Jordan uh, because he needs he, – he he's the heart. Him, Demario Davis are really like the heart of the defense, so we got to take care of them. But coming up from this Michael Thomas contract is priority number one. I fucking hate Mike. Can't guard Mike. Like, I went from fucking screaming to fucking screaming that he never plays. Like, he's Ben Simmons in us right now. Hey, listen, I'll take him for a discount. You know, you turn to the Patriots, we give you a fourth rounder for him. Y'all can, y'all can have him. He got bad feet. Y'all can have him. Don't worry, we'll make it work. Shoot, I don't care. I don't care who we got out there this year. I know uh, Chris Olave is going to be better. Chris Olave, who? I know he's going to be better. I hope. Uh, I don't know if we kept Landry or not. I hope we did. But if we didn't, I know they drafted another wide receiver. And they'll, they'll figure that shit out. Um, get, get somebody to back up Alvin Kamara, especially because you know he's going to sit down for six games and Mark Ingram's not that dude. I forgot about Mark Ingram, man. We need to get Derek Henry. That's what we need. When Derrick Henry, when Derrick Henry, you're, you're running back, it don't even matter who the quarterback is. Like Tannehill was out here making it to the playoffs, getting playoff wins and shit. And Tannehill ain't like that. We all know Tannehill ain't like that. We seen him in Miami. The fact the Titans were even making it, it was insane to me. What? Trash as Ryan Tannehill. On the back of Derrick Henry, man. On on his dreads, you know what I'm saying. And and I didn't think, I didn't think he was going to turn out well. Uh, I think. I think it was uh, Trent Richardson, or uh, maybe the maybe the young bull f- that went to Green Bay, the the heavy nigga. But both of those niggas made me think that Derrick Henry wasn't gonna be the best. It wasn't gonna translate yeah. in the pros. And boy, I was fucking like, when I'm wrong, I'm I'm off. Like when I'm wrong, <laughs> I'm I'm wrong, wrong. But when I'm right, I'd be right like a motherfucker. And I was dead ass wrong. I'm like, God damn that. But yeah, Derrick Henry, he he gonna he gonna be pricey wherever he go, but the Titans are shopping. I'm looking forward to see where he lands. And then uh I'm looking forward to see I'm looking forward to see what <laughs> What the Broncos do that whole division? Because I don't like that division. Why not? Because they they're supposed to be the toughest division in the league. I think the only the Chiefs is the best in that division. The AFC West. 
I think the Chargers is a better football team than them too. Um, the Chargers are better. Uh, bad coaching. Bad coaching. Uh, poor, poor decision making. Like they shouldn't have lost that game versus the Jaguars, but they did. But I like that division because they're all stacked. Now that Jimmy G's over there, uh, if he can stay healthy, which is like the biggest what if question ever, I and Sean Payton with the Broncos, I actually think they're all evenly matched, and coaching's going to win like every game. Coaching and and maybe weather conditions and health. But I think they're all evenly matched. Uh, Andy Reid's, of course, the best coach in that division. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if he's the best quarterback in that division or not. Who do you think better than Mr. Mahomes? I don't know. I'd, I'd like to hate on Pat. I'd like to hate on Pat, but I've watched them play too many times to really be able to build a case to hate on him. Like, I hate the fact that he puts ketchup on his eggs, but, like, as a quarterback, mm-hmm. he's done a lot with less, just like we ask people to do. Like, he's got Kelsey, and that's an automatic connection when they when they link up. But the rest of these guys, after they traded Tyreek Hill, it was just like, oh, they're that confident in Mahomes. And it's Kadarius Tony. It's um, another weapon. Pachinko machine. Like it's just but he he had to he had well, they had the benefit of him and his play style so that they could develop. Tony was with the Giants and, and didn't see the field but once or twice. And maybe that was just a little bit of him saying, you know, I, I don't like it here, so I'm a fake a hammy. But when they got him the fuck out of Dodge, he showed the fuck up with with uh the Chiefs. So yeah, maybe maybe Pat's the best quarterback in that division right now. Uh, Herbert's coming for him now. Her Herbert's on his ass. I don't think he needs to do two Super Bowls to get two Super Bowls to show that he's the better quarterback. I just think he has to make some better decisions. Because he got too many weapons not to be dominating every year. Granted, his weapons ain't reliable because they can't stay on the field. But if they can, uh, I like Herbert. Russ... Uh, I think Russ is long-term Tua, right? I think Russ has some concussions out here, and, like, he living in a dream space or something. I don't know what's wrong with Russ. I have no clue. Let's go, Broncos country. Like, I have no clue what's up with Russ. Uh, But he's with Sean Payton now, and his running back's going to be healthy. So I have a little bit of faith in them. And then, you know, we talked about the Raiders already. So, yeah, strongest division. 
Shout out to Julius Randle for fucking up my ticket, man. Shout out to Randle. Oh, shit. He just found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's about that time. It's almost time for the dubs to play. Let me go to this custody battle for, for, oh, golly. Three minutes left. The Knicks is playing like they don't want it. Like, well, any last words for the pod? Uh, you know, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you for the opportunity, man. Y'all know where to find me, Kaysad Jazz, man. I'm everywhere. If you guys want to debate sports with me. Talk hoops, music, anything. You can find me on Clubhouse at Buffett City Mafia, man. There's a whole bunch of other people in there. We all talk sports. We all have a good time. All right, y'all. We'll be back. Shit, we might be back in this motherfucker tomorrow. Uh, Well, we will be back, ladies and gentlemen. The world is yours.